Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As the countdown begins to the 21st century, it's good to know there is still one number you can always count on. Bond. Bond. Can't you just say hello like a normal person? Renard is behind this. He will die along with everyone in the city. We do not negotiate with terrorists. His only goal is chaos. I sent 009 to kill Renard. He put a bullet in his head. That bullet's still there. He feels no pain. He can push himself harder, longer than any normal man. No hard feelings, Mr. Bond. It appears that you have been beaten. Stop! Don't make this personal. I can't do that. I just can't help thinking I'm next. New model. The very latest in interception countermeasures. And six beverage cup holders. I've always tried to teach you two things. First, never let them see you bleed. And the second? Always have an escape plan. For the world's greatest secret agent. You've confused hundreds of these, right? When the stakes are high. Yeah, but they're usually standing still. Life's full of small challenges. And the danger hits too close to home. He has M. By noon tomorrow, you'll feel nothing at all. I thought it was your job to protect me. It's not just professional. Someone's tampered with the bomb. It's personal. I have to get it back or somebody's going to have my butt. First things first. I'm going to find him. Who's afraid now, Mr. Bond? I will not miss. I never miss. Do you want to put that in English? For those of us who don't speak spy? Why am I suddenly worried I'm not carrying enough insurance? Your time is up. is not enough. Hello and welcome to Smirch Pod Royale, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hey, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. This week we'll be hosting a typical turkey Christmas that starts with a traditional roast, a fine thorough stuffing, and ends with a joke about cum. Yes, <laughs> it's the world is not enough. Oh, I picked the wrong moment to have a cup of coffee then. Oh. <laughs> and joining me with hot coals in their hands are actual brain doctor, Dean Burnett. Hello, everybody. And actual professional Welshman, Dan Thomas. Hello, everyone. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> the world is not enough then. This was the last Bond film. So the 19th is the last Bond film of the 20th century. Uh, I thought you were going to say this was the last Bond film starring Pierce Brosnan that anyone gave two fucks about. <laughs> I think I gave one fuck about it, to be honest. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it just happens, doesn't it? Um, it's yeah. really just. A, well, I was saying, I, I said this to you last night when we were chatting. This mm. poor Pierce Brosnan, what mm. a shit! He's great, he and the films around him were just a pile of crap, with the exception of GoldenEye. Yeah, mm. yeah. See, I haven't watched a Bond film from like sat down watching for for a very long time, but not this era. But I didn't necessarily hate it. But like Dan said, it was like, um, yeah, you know, yeah, that happened. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like um, sort of if you see like a, a stand up who you've you know has been going for years and they bring out a new show you're like yep the rhythms are all there that's where the punchline goes cool okay I mean, and then um, I mean Dan is here him. you don't need to rub it yeah, in. yeah I, <laughs> Jesus Christ you know I refresh my club twenty every eleven years <laughs> that is good by some standards I've got <laughs> what about that OJ Simpson guy huh <laughs> yeah. And we've got a pair yeah. of gloves. I'm going to do something hilarious now. Okay, who, who am I? Who am I? Oh, fucking OJ Simpson. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. so <clears throat> this starts with the longest pre-credit sequence. I think maybe the yes. new one has beaten it or has even evened up with it, but it's fucking long, mm. and it bothers me. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't meant to be long. No, it was meant to cut after he comes out of that window, which feels like... It a... was meant to cut when he mm. dangles out of a window. And then they did the focus group, and the focus group said, What? You can't <laughs> have a man walk, come out of a window and call that a pre-credit sequence in a Bond film. <laughs> but it really feels said, like that as well, doesn't it? Like it was supposed to end yeah. there. Yeah, it does. Mm. But it's shite. If you think about... him, I mean, just anyone, look back at that... The, the thing where the guy jumps off the cliff and they open their parachute. This is literally, this is like he's just gone a zip world in North Wales. <laughs> and this is like the tutorial bit before they let you do the proper one. And they're gone, and now it's time to do the song. No, no, you do another stunt. Now, now. I was thinking, like, I was thinking, when when's the chase? When When is the chase? Yeah. There's going to be a chasey bit in it. Oh, no, okay. It's... He's just going to do a sort of amateur abseiling. My favourite thing about this is that they were they were toying with titles for the film, and um, mm. one of the titles they were rumoured to use was going to be Bond Two Thousand. <laughs> oh, oh. Dan Aykroyd's in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't think of anything. I mean, the the, the way the sort of late nineties were obsessed with the year two thousand. Yeah, well, this is quite prominent because obviously the first. Um, Ten minutes. We have a massive footage of the of the Millennium Dome, which has mm. obviously been constructed. Then, isn't it? So yeah, and they were so yeah. excited, but, but, but they put fuck all in it. <laughs> I never went to it when it was. I never went, but I know people who did, and it was just like a, a giant man statue, and oh yeah, yeah, a, a, a ball pool. I think that was. To it. be fair, where else are you going to go in the world to see a giant man statue and a ball pool? If you want those two things, there's nowhere better to go. Or Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't got ball pools. That's true. They've got the giant man, though. They've got people with their balls out, but that's not the same thing. Well, I know. <laughs> and I'm not against it. I'm just saying I'm not sure the kids should play in it. Mm. <laughs> valid, valid point. Um, <sighs> but we, we start in Bilbao, mm-hmm. uh, where Bond goes to see a Swiss banker. How do we know it's a Swiss banker? Every line mentions that he's a Swiss banker. Mm. <laughs> yes. And we know how hard that is for a Swiss banker. I, I, if I was him, I'd go, what, is, what does that mean? With that said, 
Hmm. He's, it's a good thing he does he's disrespectful because based on his office that looks like fucking Trotter's independent traders or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really low it's budget, just, isn't it? Yeah. It's really the whole. The, I'm going to say this right now. The production design of this film, we I assume they must have brought some like work experience kid in, but no, it's the same bloke who's been doing it for years. Yeah. But the, this film looks fucking awful. It does from a production point of view. Yeah. And this is the first bit, like a really grotty. He looks like the agent from the Aristocrats. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Bond comes in. He says, "Right, I'm going to jizz on my dad." <laughs> and then the cat gets involved. Like, what do you call that like that? Um, Bond 2000. Bond 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Started that up. <laughs> uh. you're, you're totally right, though. It, it, it wouldn't. It might be it might get away with a bed if they didn't keep saying you're a Swiss banker, which is oh. synonymous with incredible wealth and yeah. <laughs> security and stuff. So <laughs> we're Swiss banker who works in this rented office, it seems. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, well, the sort of the part-time accountant guy's moved out for a bit. It's so it's so odd. And this is the first Bond film to be written by Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. Who? Hannah, how do you feel about them? I don't like them very much. No, I think I've heard <laughs> that somewhere. Yeah, uh, I think I've, I've, if you sort of did a graph, the trajectory would be down, sort of going downhill from this film, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah. And and if that opening dialogue is anything, it should be a red flag. About, and we know how hard yeah. that is for a Swiss banker, and then turn to the camera. He's a Swiss banker, in case you've got that yet. <laughs> I love when they come back saying, "Like your name is James Bond. You're pretty shit for a British spy, aren't you?" Just to just flip it back on. You him. say two can play at that game, mate. I know yeah. you are. <laughs> You're a spy, unless you've been caught. If unless you've been found in a zipped-up bag, I shouldn't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do remember Top dancing room. in um, the uh, uh, was it. View to a kid episode that there was like Bond films that they make like British Leyland churning out Bond films. Yeah, and this this has that feel about it. I think. Yeah, like a, a 90s version. It just just come off the factory line, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it weirdly it looks expensive, but that no efforts been made. And it only looked expensive because they'd gone on location places. It made the most money of all Bond films at the time, though. Yeah, because <clears throat> it was one of those... Because as a brand, it was reliable. It was like when a new iPhone comes out at this particular juncture. Yeah. People, despite the... Because yeah. the thing is, to be fair, there'd been that long break between License to Kill and Goldeneye. Hmm. Uh, and like, oh, everyone's going to see Goldeneye. And then and they were back, and Tomorrow Never Dies wasn't great. <clears throat> but, it, I mean, that made a chunk of money as well. And then... Yeah. Nobody had lost trust in the brand at this point. I'm not sure anyone's ever lost trust in the brand, to be fair. And like a Bond film's never tanked, really, is it? No. No, it hasn't. And Which is odd, because a lot of them are fucking shit. Yeah. Mm. It's got, like I say, it's got the uh, cultural cachet now, wouldn't it, to say it's the Bond film. So it's become... Yeah, it's one of those things yeah. you've got to do. Mm. Mm. But talking of things you've got to do, Bond's there to get some money. Mm. Um, and the Swiss banker is played by Patrick Malahide. Who fa- fans of Matt Minder, R.I.P. Dennis Waterman, will be very familiar with. Um, yeah, so he's not. He gets the you know the receipt for the money, and then he says, "Well, it's not the money. I didn't. I didn't come for that." I, I, oh, there was a bit with the, with the sexy accountant lady who. Uh, oh yeah, cigar girl. Yeah. Cigar girl. She's yeah. called because she offers oh. a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to track my figures? I'm sure they're perfectly rounded. It's, oh great. You offer great, one great. cigar. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, I'm getting sick of this place. It's everybody comes in here and asks me, and they just. Uh, do you want a cigar? And they're like, no, nah, yeah, suck your tits. And I'm, just, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to go and train up. I'm going to do an HND in assassinations. <laughs> Is this a Clinton gang? Because obviously this wasn't that was yeah, around yeah. that time, wasn't it? Yeah. I was just thinking that, yeah. Because later yeah. on, yeah, when he gives it, to, he offers it to Miss Moneypenny and yeah. she makes a joke. I do yeah. like Pierce's delivery, though, when she says, would you like to check my figures? And he says, he looks at her and then does that kind of, 
I'm sure they're perfectly well-rounded. Mm. Se- I like sexist. I, I love Pierce. Um, yeah, he's great. He's, he's doing his best. He's, he's, doing, he's, he's the perfect sort of perineum between Roger Moore and Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, taint. Yeah. Can yeah. I just get a T-shirt that says the perfect perineum on it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think that's a phrase that deserves to be more well known. He's got Sean's hard edge, and he's got Roger's ability to be suave and do quips. Mm. I think there's times though when he does a line like that, when he does his naughty mm. little lines. Mm. Roger Moore used to do him a lot of the time. Used to do him as a throwaway thing with just the one eyebrow, and it, they came off a slightly more hard edge. Whereas mm. slightly, weirdly, Pierce Brosnan, he's not quite this bad, but sometimes he's a bit like, "Oh, madam," he's <laughs> he's slightly. He's slightly yeah, more towards just, Frankie Howard than Roger Moore was. Sometimes. I've got to note, this film does get a slightly carry on at times, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah. When they're just communicating nothing but euphemisms. It's fine with me. Oh, no, the prologue, right? Let me, <laughs> pardon me while I attach this to my groin and throw myself out your window. Oh, it's like. <laughs> but he's there to find out who killed an MI6 agent who. Uh, there's a guy called Robert King who's buying a report, and this MI6 agent was killed for it. And the banker's like, well, I can't tell you. And then they, they threaten Bond, and then Bond, he, he, when they search him when he comes in, he puts a gun down on the desk, so he's clean, you know. And then he's like, oh, and then the, the, the banker's like, well, strictly talking as a banker, you know, because uh, I'm a banker, everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's my thing, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, the odds, the odds for you getting out of this room are, you know, pretty bad. And Bond's like, well, you haven't taken into account my hidden assets. And he presses a button on his glasses, and the gun explodes. Imagine yeah. Q going, here's a gun. Oh, yeah, it explodes. Aren't these things supposed to shoot people? <laughs> yes. Why are you making exploding guns? I mean, that could go wrong in many ways. <laughs> exactly. And also, it's, it's already a weapon. Exactly. <laughs> Why is it going to be a different weapon? This is a sword that you can throw at people. This is cyanide, but it's also a sandwich filling. Mm, I don't know about that one, mate. Imagine if, he put, imagine if he pulled that gun out, put his glasses on, activated the thing by accident, and blew his hands off. Yeah, totally. But anyway... Well, you don't do that. The thing, I guess this was one of those things I'm willing to give a pass at, because it is kind of... The, the joke with Q had been by this point for decades, here's a gadget that will only be useful in one specific scenario mm. that will definitely oh, got, come up in the next three or four We've got a great one of those coming up, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then the room's cleared. Bond grabs the Patrick Malhide, the banker, and says, right, tell me. And the banker's like, oh, I can't. And then he says, well, we'll protect you. And he goes, okay. And as he says that, a comedy knife goes into the back of his neck. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like the hilt is sticking out. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They might as well have added the dang sound effect. Yeah. Why not just shoot him? It's it's so ridiculous. But then the police are coming very quickly. Not like that. Um, So Bond has to lock the door. (laughs) Christ. Imagine the alarm's going off. The police are coming. Yeah, I know. We've got about 10 minutes before they jizz. We're fine. fine. (laughs) They're all outside going, oh, Villiger strokes. Uh, so then he, he, he the way he's going to get out he smashes the window and he ties a, a window sash I wanted to ask you about this window sash right because it's on a window but yeah. apparently it's long enough to go down like a four story building <laughs> like 50 feet long yeah oh, did anyone is also... it elasticated is it elasticated oh god imagine if he'd have gone back up that would have been hilarious. <laughs> the police stormed the room and he just go out the window. He's like, whoop. Oh, he had me twang. Oh, he had me eye out. I'm a Swiss policeman. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone notice as well, by the way, when the banker, the Swiss banker, says to Bond, please take a seat. Bond looks at the chair really distrustfully. 
Yeah. He's like, well, that was odd. He's like, is that a chair? <laughs> it could be a man. I guess, but you know, he's walking around with guns that explode because you touch your glasses. I've got the same fair. exact same thing. He's hanging yeah. on the queue all the time. Everything is something else. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> it's not one of those though. ones that, yeah, yeah, you push a button and a dung comes out, is it? No, it's not one of them chairs. <laughs> it's that chair from Burn After Reading. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Deals are just coming through the seat. <laughs> it's fantastic. The swanny whistle. Uh, anyway, he makes it down to the ground with the window sash that's. Uh, a bit about 37 feet long <laughs> you know a uh, guess uh does his tie and then walks off and that was supposed to be where we're going to get the opening sequence i genuinely I what say, a, yeah. can you imagine if that was it it would be flat out the worst pre-credit sequence of all time it's there's nothing happens i can't <laughs> imagine when you're filming it you've yeah. got you've got even as you're filming it you got this is bollocks <laughs> I, I just don't know how we got to this stage. They were like a million Bond films in by this point. I can't imagine at the script stage going, is this tedious? It'd be better yes. if, if he got to the floor, just his tie, <laughs> then gets on his hands and knees and goes, witty, witty, I'm a zebra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then sort of ran off like a horse. Yeah, yeah that would be fine. Because at least then in the making of it, they go, oh, in the pre-credit sequence this time, we're showing you something you've never seen before. And you'd be like, oh, it'll be like an amazing stunt or something. And it's like, no, no. What he does is he runs off like a zebra going, wee, willy, willy. Right? And, uh, have you seen that before? No, but I wasn't. That's not traditionally why I see a Bond film. And that's, and that's where the gun barrel comes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Dun, dun. We had Willy Bogner do that. Why? <laughs> Pierce could have managed that. He was really old as well. He couldn't do it, so we had to replace him. We had Pierce Brosnan. He was on skis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, back at MI6, he, he hands the money into a big scanner. And then he goes to Money Penny, and she's like, "Oh, let's have sex." Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's the line. He gives her a cigar, and she knows. She goes, "I know exactly where to put that." And then yeah. she's a. There's a bit of a moment. She chucks it in the bin. Like mm. obviously, like a Bond film's gonna go. I know exactly where to put that. I'm gonna shove that right up my rat. She's, <laughs> she's just gonna. Obviously, <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> Like, but he, he gives her a look like, oh, she's going to use that. No, she, she's first of all, she's at work. Mm-hmm. Right? So she's going to go straight in the bin. God almighty. Yeah. What What is their relationship at this point? Because it keeps changing from you know, bond to bond, doesn't it? But you always said like she's like the um, the fluffer at, uh, or the fluffer, the secretary at uh, impotence clinic. Yes. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I'm not getting that here, though. No. And it's like, does she want to? Like she's well. The next film, she does virtual cyber sex with him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got it's crossed the line. Yeah, and I don't get like she asks him for an engagement ring. He gives her a cigar. She says, "Oh, how dare you!" Like, do you want to be with him? On oh, I, I don't know. It was confusing. Look, put the cigar up your rat. I'll, I'll get married to you. <laughs> this is how I propose. This isn't the Metallica concert, James. Um, yeah, it's it's really confusing. I mean, they don't really know what to do with her. Um, uh, and you know, something they they address in later films. But mm. I do like Samantha Bond, though. Yeah, she's great. Know, she's great. Yeah, she's great. It's not uh, no fault with her. Just like no. I don't, I don't get what their dynamic is meant to be at this point. No, it's a bit muddy. Mm. Um, so then he goes into the office and we meet That's what she said so. uh, we'll meet uh, Sir Robert King um, mm. the man who owned the money that Bond got back from Bill Bow and he, there's a great moment here where M goes oh Bond this is Sir Robert King we studied law together at Oxford and Bond to do the partridge shrug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 standard work 
And then he goes, anyway, you're the man that got my money. Be careful, Em. I might steal him and have him come work for me. And he should be like, what? A fucking oil company? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to work at the full court, shall I, you prick? <laughs> he does what I say, doesn't he? He's like, I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not, it's not really my field, to be honest. Man. No, I'm more of a cold-blooded killer, if you don't mind. Um, so he goes off to go and get his money, and Em's like, oh, well, that... Oh, Robert King's great, you know. He's really great. And then Bond's like, oh, well, I'll make myself a drink. This is really interesting. It isn't. <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> shit. This yeah. is. And then he yeah. notices there's some frothing substances on his fingers. And at first he's thinking, oh, no, the fucking syphilis has come back. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's not. It's Because he's, he, he's touched the money, uh, it's reacting yeah. with the ice cube. And this, yeah. this is my favourite moment of pointless British bureaucracy. Because Bond goes, King, the money, and races off. And and M buzzes Moneypenny, who's like three feet away from her, and says, <laughs> Moneypenny, stop King. Nobody does stop him, though. I mean, well, Bond has well, to run no, the What's Moneypenny going to do? <laughs> She's going to have to phone someone, which M could have done. Well, just call literally in the building. If anyone sees King, mm. tell him not to touch the money because kaboomy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> also, only about 12 seconds have passed before Pierce Brosnan runs out the door. He's definitely mm. going to catch up with the, all due respect, elderly, slightly red-faced diabetes gentleman. <laughs> yeah, easily. Oh, there was a bit just now we, 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 we um, glossed over. When um, uh, he's in the, the Swiss banker's <laughs> grotty little office, oh, yeah. someone gets a drop on him, but then a sniper shoots him through the window. Oh, yes. And uh, he doesn't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah. He, yeah. But when M says like, um, "Who is that sniper?" Because I don't know. But he says she must be working for someone. He goes, yeah, that's, that's a fairly, fairly safe bet because you don't get amateur snipers a lot of the time. No. Just open uh, mic sniper. Unless <laughs> I thought I'd turn up and do five. <laughs> just wait on the roof in case something comes up. Unless it was the Spanish really version of line. the Golden Shot. <laughs> I just thought a really funny line. She must be working for someone. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a fairly safe bet, James. Yeah. But Welcome anyway. to Easy Garden Shot with me, Roberto Monkhouse. <laughs> yes, because uh, that sniper becomes relevant very soon. So yes, <clears throat> yes. So Bond chases after King. King gets is is already in the room with the money, and it all blows up. Fairly hefty explosion too for what turns out is a bunch of notes covered in piss. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then it turns out there's also cigar girls out on the Thames on yeah. a boat. What is going on? What you've is this? You've bombed a bunch of money. Yeah. You've also sent a slight... Who are you trying to... It, you're just trying to kill a banker. It's not Vigo the Carpathian trying to kill you. <laughs> just... I mean, that shows me that Renard is not confident in plan A. Yeah. I also and plan like, B already <clears throat> fucked up earlier, so he hasn't even got the best sniper. No. <laughs> I feel, also feel like you shouldn't be able to just <laughs> drive a boat right up to, outside the headquarters of British Intelligence and shoot through the window. I'm pretty sure that would... Also, harder than that. Also, they're on the twelfth floor. Mm. How the fuck has she got the angle on this? Well, I suppose you just look for the, where the explosion goes off and then point at it. I know, but you're, <laughs> she's in the river. The building's quite high. She's mm. gonna like, oh, man, I really shoot this prick in the ankles. That's the best <laughs> shot she's gonna get. <laughs> but then Bond races into Q's lab and jumps uh, into this. Stupid fucking little boat. It's so stupid. I hate it so much. I don't mind the boat. I'll tell you what I don't like mm. is that they've gone and put... Oh, it's a good thing we had this boat slot in the middle of the building. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because that's supposed to be Q's holiday boat for fishing. That's what he says. Yeah, yes. Which, you know, I don't believe because it looks like he can't get out of a bath without help. Never mind getting in a boat and going fishing. Yeah. Uh, and it's armed to the teeth, so I don't know what he's fishing for. <laughs> Megalodon or something. Fucking Megalodon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the back of the boat and make it back to shore. Um, and yeah, it's got a little, like Dante's, it's got a little log flume thing that he shoots out of. Not, yeah. not like that. 
Yeah, imagine being so thick. Oh, I'm really good at this. I'm building a boat. Where? Oh, halfway up a building indoors. <laughs> well, don't then. All right, Noah, calm down. <laughs> God was very specific. He said I should save one one person. Me. He should have said save. Yeah, just me, and I should do it right next one, to the canteen. One very old sausage-fingered man. That's what he <laughs> yeah. said. And how are you going to further the human race? I don't know. Nature will find a way, I suppose. I'm going to find and kill and fuck the Megalodon. All right, this all sounds like a plan. <laughs> but you're totally right, though, because this boat is... If I feel like this whole thing it sounded better in the planning meeting. Mm-hmm. Like a super high-tech boat chasing someone down the Thames. Really really quiet Thames, but the um, the boat looks stupid, doesn't it? Because it's too small. Yeah. P- P- just... looks look, look really big in it. He, he looks like he's on a fairground ride in a particularly grim theme park like Peppa Pig's <laughs> Underworld or something. <laughs> 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 He's basically doing a car chase in a Nissan Micra at this point. <laughs> yes, but he's too big for it. He's, mm. It generally looks like it looks like or oh, one of those little ride-along things outside the supermarket. You put twenty p in, and it just looks weird. Uh, like we're in a suit, which doesn't help. And the chase just goes on and on. It's really long. So they go on. They go on that boat chase, and it goes on forever. And then um, we get to see the Millennium Dome, as you mentioned earlier, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably as excited as, as Millennium Dome got, though. So yeah, I think yeah. so. And, until um, Foo Fighters played there, that was it, baby. <laughs> I don't like Foo Fighters. Um, they, they drive. Yeah. He drives the boat through the land. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. not a boat. Yeah. It's a little car. It's a little bit of everything. This thing. Yeah. It's a submarine. It looks, it's yeah. a car. Yeah. It gets very Batman Returns at this point, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I mean, um, also, it submerges. Why would it need to submerge? Well, it does need to to get under the boat. That's, that's true. Why. That's true. But why does it? Roof bite. It just you can easily just drown under there. It just. I mean, I think Q's like. Well, I'm going to go fishing, and I'm going to fucking kill myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the long game. What are you building there, Q? Oh, it's a fishing boat. Oh, okay. He's thinking I'm going to fucking Q? kill myself. <laughs> Where are you going to stand on this boat to fish? Where, uh, it'll there, be there's fine. no room for a rod in that boat. It'll be fine, don't worry. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm starting to worry about Major Boothroyd. He seems sad. He's listening to a lot of Morrissey. He's listening to a lot of Morrissey. He's... <laughs> uh, yeah. The boat's yeah. called he... Dignitas One. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Q's so out, livid with him when he gets back. He's like, I'm going to have to jump under a fucking train now. And that's undignified. Yeah. I wanted to drown. But no, what he actually says is, fortunately, I've built a pit. That is, I can push this button and I'll descend into a pit and die. There's, there's, and then, there's, there's three and then, bears I haven't fed for three weeks in there. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave you with a frankly insufferable John Cleese. Uh, and, and then you'll uh, want to kill yourself. And then, yeah, then the living will envy the dead. <laughs> I'll see you in the pit. It does look like you descended into hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, anyway, so the, the, the cigar girl sees a hot air balloon and thinks, I'll make a quick escape on yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> this boat chase is so boring. How, how, how do we get up the ante? Let's have a hot air balloon. Yeah. Nature's slowest transport. Jesus Christ. Nature's? Yeah, it's nature. Yeah. Okay. Hot air right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've seen a, a fine cluster of hot air balloon eggs in the <laughs> wild. <laughs> you swarm. You see them over Bristol sometimes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets in the hot air balloon and thinks, Right, let's put this to 90. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then realises it can't go more than a mile an hour. <laughs> and I guess we get surrounded by helicopters and Bond's like, uh, I can protect you, I can save you, know, I can help you. And then she starts putting the gun at the canister and he goes, I love the way Pierce goes, no, don't, don't blow us up. <laughs> and she Valid says, point, I can protect you. And she says, not from him. And the hot air balloon explodes. And he plummets down onto the top of the Millennium Dome past a waving Tony Blair <laughs> and um, the, the credits kick in thank Christ yeah thank Christ uh, uh, we're only 10 minutes from the end of the film now so that's a nice <laughs> thing yeah. very long credit sequence uh, which, which is very oil based and quite fun yes. yeah it is, it is was this yeah. Daniel Kleinman's first one no it was his third one Oh, was it? Okay. That's mm. very nice work. The first one's Goldeneye. Very Lynchian, the body horror bit. Of the I liked it. Mm. No, he does great work, apart from Spectre, where he was just let everybody down on himself. <laughs> where it was just octopus porn. What do you think of the song? It's okay. Oh, it's, oh, sorry, it's garbage. It's sung by garbage. Yeah. It's, um, no, it's okay. It's, it's, I, I like that David Arnold wrote it. I'm, mm. I'm all for... I think the Bond composer should write the theme. That's the way it's traditionally done. Because then you can incorporate it into the film. Hmm. Um, so I like that. I just, I'm not a fan of sort of late '90s production, with all those delayed and weird drum beats and stuff. I sound oh, like I a very old man. I don't think I could pick the song up a lineup now. You mention it. I, I, who was it by? Garbage. Garbage. Mm. Okay, and it was a very different sound for them because their their garbage album was like I, I'm hearing garbage, and then they announced it for Bond. I was like, nah, yeah. that's not a match at all. But I don't remember this song. Is it just something? The world is not enough. That's it, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a very garbagey song, was it? It was just Bond stuff. 
Actually, it was popular at the time, so... I should have got Ronnie, right. Ronnie Hazelhurst to do it. That's what I think. The world is not enough. Boo-boo. The world is not enough. Boo-boo. Chash and Dave <laughs> would have done a fucking brilliant... They would. They would. Uh, love to hear that. Anyway, after the so there's a funeral... After the credits. Yeah, the music cuts directly to bagpipes, which is yeah. really jarring. It is really yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> Oh, Christ. <laughs> the one that wants to kill himself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a funeral for Robert King, and Bond's been invited, and the whole of MI6. Not sure why Bond's there. You'd think Bond would want to stay away, really, from his part in it. Yeah, you probably want to not have the entire British intelligence community in one place at the same time. <laughs> it's like when all the people who know the recipe to Coca-Cola aren't allowed on the same plane. <laughs> That's like if your son died in a television stunt that went wrong and Noel Edmonds turns up to the funeral. <laughs> um, so after the funeral, uh, Tanner, Michael Kitchen, love him as Tanner. Yeah. Uh, he briefs him. Well, you know, I never realised mm. that Tanner is a character that ca- carries through. When mm. Is Tanner in the books? Where does yes. Tanner come from? Yeah, he's in the books. So how many people have played Tanner over the years? Mm, three or four, I think. Is it? Because I knew Rory... Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah Rory Kinnear, not Roy Kinnear. Rory Kinnear, yeah, not Roy Kinnear. Mm. I didn't know it was the same character. I thought they invented it for the new ones. Oh. No, there we are. Okay, good. Well, he's also, very good in it. Where are they right now? I know they have to move headquarters. The last one blow up. So, but where, where is this place? It's in Scotland, Scotland. somewhere. Oh, it's like hence the tartan carpets. Yeah, it's yeah. got a very baroque uh, vibe about it. Okay. I couldn't take the briefing seriously when they're like, "We we will not bow to terrorism," and underneath them is a tartan carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, all, all the carpets. Every time the car, the carpet says anything, go, "I'm a Scottish carpet." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Keep expecting Russ Abbott, the CU Jimmy, to be sat among all the spies. <laughs> hey, you won't better tell me some CU. Um, so yeah, yeah. bullet, bullet, kill him in a sec. Bullet. I just like to say I agree completely with Agent CU Jimmy. <laughs> um, so Michael Kitchen tells us the money was dipped in fertilizer bomb. Yeah, urea. It specifically says urea, which is a bad word to yeah. use in this. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 accurate, but it's like that just makes you think of piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why Somebody said, it? yeah, it was dipped in that. Yeah. So was the fucking script, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but the water on Bond's hand started a chemical reaction. The lapel pin King was wearing was a duplicate, which had a um, radio transmitter that triggered the blast. And then we get my favourite line in the whole film from uh, Colin Salmon as Robinson. Robinson, He says, it must have been someone close to King and the only lead committed suicide on a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not even talking about a woman from earlier. No. It's somebody else in time. Let me ask you a question. If you were close enough to be able to switch somebody's brooch, just kill them then. Mm. Yeah. Don't wait a week. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Um, so then Bond is told that he's not involved in this um, case because he hasn't been cleared for active duty because he's hurt his shoulder because his arm's in a brace, not in a brace, a sling. Yes. Um, so until he's cleared for duty, he's not on the active duty roster. So he goes to see Dr. Molly Warmflash. Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Okay. I've called her Molly several times. I just didn't Warm Flash. Warmflash. Yeah, uh, she informs him that he has got a dislocated collarbone with damaged tendons, and if they snap, he'll be out of action for weeks. So Bond says, "Look, uh, he, th- he chucks the X-ray across the room, mm-hmm. and then says, look, I need a clean bill of health.'" And she's like, "Oh well," that, and then he starts feeling her up, which is. I was watching this with yeah. my son the other day, and he said, "That is disgusting." <laughs> He's eleven yeah. years old. 
Fair enough. I mean, yeah. it's it's very they they are at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are at work. Yeah. <laughs> it's very very inappropriate in every sense. He fills her up, and then uh, when when she's like, "Oh, that's re- that we can't do that. That's really bad." He just says, "Why don't we uh, skirt the issue?" And then pulls her skirt down. It's like, oh. And then she says, yeah. "You will phone me, won't you?" And he's like, "Well, at some point, yeah, yeah, yeah. this time, well, yeah." <laughs> when I, I get a bad again. blood <laughs> test back, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, yeah. the, I'd love it if it was a Bond film that was just a supercut of all the times he's been called into HR. Yeah. <laughs> just gradually getting worse and worse. Like, okay, we to- starting off with just like, we told you that you've got to have a Walter PPK, not that damn Beretta. All the way to, you pulled a woman's skirt down at work. <laughs> he's basically that doctor from Chris, Chris Morris's jam. You know, I can do it once more, can't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. So then he goes to see oh. Jim Henson's Q. <laughs> uh, who's it's busy? Really in a, hmm? a piper first, isn't it? The, the, the bagpipe guy, which was um, yeah, really quite something. He's got a flamethrower and a machine gun. How bagpipe. handy is that anywhere <laughs> other than this point. exact? I mean, because the only person you'd want to shoot in that scenario would be the guy with the bagpipes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a side product. Maybe that, maybe that is would be profitable in the bagpipe community because they get attacked a lot. <laughs> true. Um, so. Bond comes in and says, but I suppose we have to all pay the piper sometime, Q. So pipe down, double seven. A lot of pipe gags, none mm. of which oh, Suck my God. pipe, bitch. <laughs> uh, Desmond. Um, I don't think we can say yeah. that in a Bond film. Yeah, you got uh, I didn't even know we were making a film. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Why won't I die? Yeah. <laughs> Let me die. Uh, which, he got his wish, though, so that's fine. <laughs> I think before this film came out. Uh, in a, an really, act, yeah, in an act of yeah. um, irony, maybe uh, poor Desmond went and died by crashing a car into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the Lotus. Um, no, bless him. Uh, it's, 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 at the time, I was a bit like because obviously he was. I don't think he was quite dead. Maybe he was still alive somewhere. Uh, when I first saw this, his his exit, I felt was a bit. Oh, that's really shit. But now I watch it, it's quite sweet, really, isn't it? It is. It is mm. a bit of luck, because it yeah. does feel like an exit. Mm. So, mm. I mean, it would have been weird if he came back the next one. <laughs> you know what? Last time I saw you, you were pretty final. Mm. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm back out of the bear pit. All right. I was wondering, <laughs> is it a bear John, pit, please? or yeah. is it a deep fryer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the end of Terminator 2. His big fat hand comes out and gives him a <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Yeah. The bears ate two of my fingers. They were full. Then they were fine. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> they ate one hand and hibernated for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well in sausage fingers. Uh, but Q's upset yeah. because uh, obviously Bond's wrecked his fishing boat, as we discussed. Um, yeah. So, and then he says, "I'd like you to meet the young man that's replacing me," which I think is quite a funny joke because it's mm, a, it. a middle-aged John Cleese. Uh, and then he says, if you're Q, does that make him R? And then Q says, no, he's a cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. it's John Cleese um, yeah. who uh, does does his Basil Fawlty bit, really. Yeah, but this is also uh, the Sainsbury's advert era, John Cleese, isn't it? Yes, so, yes, the just... legendary Sainsbury's advert they had to pull because everyone hated them. Ladies and gentlemen, look at this! And this, and this, they're all part of Sainsbury's low-price guarantee and it's practically a complete secret! Yeah, it's basically that, that that same guy, isn't he? In this, and it's yeah, he's just saying things like right. Yeah, I mentioned I mentioned Sainsbury's once, but I think I got away with it. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, he, the, we we get to see the new BMW now. This BMW deal was a stinker, wasn't it? Every single one of the cars looked shit. They look bloody awful. Yeah. It's like, are you Bond or are you a hairdresser? You know, it's just... <laughs> yeah, they look like any car you see in the street. Yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm. the one before this, and tomorrow never dies, he's literally just got like a businessman's car. Yeah, that, yeah, that was awful. And in this one, he's got this tiny little convertible, which are, yeah, which just looked shit. No, literally everyone I know, a lot of people got that car, and I am not. Being facetious or making mm. a quality judgment, they're all hairdressers, right? And I just feel that Bond shouldn't have the same car as someone who does my tips. No, <laughs> or your hair, or my hair. <laughs> uh, but he gets that car. He gets a pair of X-ray glasses and a coat that turns into a giant golf ball. Oh, and the X-ray glasses! Doesn't it look like he's going clubbing in the year two thousand? It does. Yeah. yeah. Again, he should yeah. have his tips done. Or- yeah, he should, yeah, either, either that he looks dyslexic. Um, so, so John Cleese is doing this thing where he's like, you put the right arm in here, the left arm in there, and then yeah. Desmond Rennie's like, oh, just pull the works. fucking thing, you cunt. <laughs> and and the, the coat turns into a giant golf ball. The purpose of which is never explained, really, is it? Or just you meant to figure it out? I, I know we see it later on, but he never says, what, why have I got this? What's it for? Yeah, it- I mean, uh, have you lost it? <laughs> just kill me Bond take this pen and throw it in my throat <laughs> have it right into my eye socket why don't please? you kill yourself with these hands <laughs> I can't get them round my throat um, but it's quite a sweet moment as I say because Bond then goes you're not retiring anytime soon are you and then Q says now listen, pay attention 007 which is a nice moment I've always told you two things right I object with one of these Never yes. let them see you bleed. I can't imagine Desmond Llewellyn saying that in a million years. Well, why would Q even say that to Bond? Just yeah. near his, his remit. No. Um, and then yeah. he says, always have an escape plan. And then he goes down to the either the deep frat fryer or the, the pit of bears. <laughs> just descending into hell, it looks like. But they stick yeah. with him for too long to the point where he's yeah, like, exactly. I'm looking up, I'm looking up, I'm looking up, I've gone through the floor. I, I You're thought, right, man. It doesn't sound like something um, he would say. No, let, never, he would never say, "Never let him see you bleed." He'd be like, "In fact, here's what he always taught him: bring it back in one piece, you mm. fucking cunt." Yeah. <laughs> never bleed over the upholstery on this car, have you? Yeah. <laughs> never let me have it seen you having bled on my stuff. That's what he should have said. That, that genuinely, he should have said, "I've always told you two things: one." Bring it back in one piece. Yeah. He says so many times. Yeah. Three, no more jizz on my seats. Thank you very yeah. much. Never start a land war in Asia. That's another one I've been saying. <laughs> You've literally never said that. Yeah. Four, what's up, bitches? Yeah. Five, let's go hunt the megalodon. I, I, I thought you were losing your mind, but apparently you were very serious about that. And, and then, then as John Cleese leaves, it's like, I must go now. My planet needs me. <laughs> John Cleese's cue died on his way to his home planet. <laughs> it's not even John Cleese's voice, it's the director's. Yeah, it's someone completely different. Just like voice. the Simpsons one? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's Alex Rocco needs. for added comic genius. <laughs> yeah. I must go now. My planet needs me. Um, Bond is in the archives reading about Electra King because she's been kidnapped because uh, we saw Electra King at the funeral mm. and then he does the weirdest thing she's talking about her kidnapping and she's crying he pauses it and then starts kind of 
poking her tears in a really disgusting way. I know. Yeah. I was thinking, does he think this is touchscreen? Well, one of the monitors is, and it blatantly isn't. No, 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 no. There's somebody <laughs> just off with a fucking mouse with yeah. Windows 95 <laughs> running on it. Yeah. He points out of the screen and it opens. It goes, boop. <laughs> I'm like that. Nah, you technology this film is all over the shop. In terms it is because this is proper <laughs> massive, chunky, like <laughs> just tertiary college computers, right? Massive, big things. And then the next one, he's got a fucking holograph thing that you can have uh, interactive, yeah, which, yeah, which we don't have it's, now. It's <laughs> like oh, we use this when we stormed the Death Star. What do you use that one for? <laughs> just that's just for word. We sent an X-wing up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> This is the computer I did my thesis on in 1987. Uh, yeah, so he does some quick sums and works out that the money he's retrieved from King was the exact money that it took to free Electric King, or the, the, the ransom they asked for. Yeah, I'll be honest, at this point, I give up on the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But again, I have a sort of concern here because she was bailed, uh, well, the ransom was, it must be months ago she was freed, right? Because uh, mm. this is a long time She'd been out, she got away for kidnappers a while ago. It's a notorious yeah. thing. But he said, ah, oh, the, because <clears throat> like the ransom was $5 million and the money he had, uh, he, he took from King, exchange rate is, oh, it's $5 million. But exchange rates don't stay the same. No, That's, they don't. They fluctuate. Yeah. You can put the date in, maybe put the date in off in, mm. a, in, a, in a cut scene that they, there's yeah. only in the director's cut. Uh. But still, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's just a, a, a slightly irksome thing, which doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, yeah. As we say, the plot is irrelevant at this yeah. point on. But then we get my favourite computer trope when he tries to access her file. It goes, level one clearance required at a really loud volume. <laughs> that, that must, yeah. you must, if you've got a computer that talks to you and you've done something wrong, it would get. it's like when you get your first PC in the in the sort of early 2000s, around this time, and you could get those things where it would install sounds for you and everything. I had one that was Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which I thought would be hilarious. Like every time, I, every time I got an email, it would go, whoosh, message for you, sir. And I'm like, ha, oh, that's funny. And after about three emails, I'm like, I'll get this thing, fucking thing off my computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't take this anymore. So it must be like that in MI6. It's like, can we get that level one clearance required voice off and just have a message instead? Yeah, but does every alert just say out loud what's happening? Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think it does. Yeah. 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 Imagine yeah. trying to look up a porn site like a not safe for work environment. <laughs> Shit, all right. Loadingbigjugs.com. <laughs> Except it wouldn't have been .com then, would it? It would have been like .net stroke forward slash hyper, <laughs> hyperspace. Geocities. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he goes to CM, who's having a chat with MI six top brass, and he gives her a bit of sass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he tells he, her, "Oh, the, her Electric King's file is blocked off, and only you could have done that." Yeah. She's like, "All, all right, T. All right, T. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." yeah. Good, yeah it's like, I'm Judy Dench. Do I look like I'm good with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see in the background of here just Q trying to hang himself and failing in the background <laughs> and no one drawing going to attention to it. With a, yeah, with his fishing rod. Yeah. <laughs> Just see him slowly climbing up a ladder. Oh, with the window caught me on. Why is this 35 feet long? <laughs> yeah, he just falls straight <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> Why is that a thing? Just complain. And in the background you can see him mouthing, I can't even fucking kill myself. Uh... <laughs> and then he just finally goes, hang on, i got a watch here with a laser on it. He just slices his own head off and that's the end of the scene. I would he goes, I should have done that earlier. He says, this is halfway through his second jugular. <laughs> but again, in the background, no attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, yeah, we can barely hear it. You can't it's hear it at all. It's like something out of a Discworld game or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Em's like, oh, I'm not happy with your insubordination. And um, 
He, uh, she reveals that after Electra was kidnapped, King asked her for help. So she told King not to pay the ransom as we don't negotiate with terrorists. It's like, he, he should have said, hang on, it's my daughter. Also, you, he's not the government. You can do what he wants. Exactly. Um, and then Bond points out that um, he sees like, you use the girl as bait. And, the, and then he says that the money in the suitcase was the exact amount of ransom. And then he said, it's a message. Your terrorist is back. Also, I I have a problem with this bit. Mm. You don't use if she's already been kidnapped. You're not using her as bait. No, like it's not like a if. Getting back to Desmond Cowell, if the fish has jumped into your boat and (laughs) nicked a worm, you're not like I'm gonna maybe pretend to let him keep the worm (laughs) for money. And you'd be like, what the fuck is the plan here, Des? If this is how you fish, you know what you should do? Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the plan? That was my plan. Just my, my, my very rapid death. That's what I thought. <laughs> but then we cut to a giant hologram of Robert Carlyle's head. <laughs> yeah, very, very PS2 level uh, imagery. And I love the writing here. Michael Kitchen's first line is, his only goal is chaos. <laughs> so no further questions from yep. a writing yep. point of view? Yep. Are you sure? Because this plan he's got, it seems very methodical. There's a, there's a lot going on here. A lot of intricate moving parts. Chaos isn't how I describe it. It's it's more sort of um, being shit, how this all works. <laughs> yeah. You just rely on someone being shit at their job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fairly safe bet. That's yeah, true. It's true. Uh, but it's Robert Carlyle's character is called Renard. Isn't that French for Fox? Mm. I think it is. Uh, and he's an anarchist and an evil terrorist and he was responsible for the kidnap of Electra. Um, so after speaking to Robert, M sent 009 to kill Renard, who put a bullet in his head. The only problem was he didn't die. Instead, the bullet stuck in his brain, and it's slowly killing him. Now, Dean, I'd like to ask you some questions about this. <laughs> please, please, I have notes. I have so notes. so she says, Molly Warmflash emerges from the darkness, you know, doing up her skirt. Sorting <laughs> yeah. her makeup. This entire time, yeah. Sort of. Sweeping the jizz off her. Um, <laughs> sweeping, sweeping. Like, like somebody comes out with a broom to yeah. get all the jizz off her. Well, Turn around. I'd like it if they were doing this whole meeting with uh, Q's dead body in the middle of the room, <laughs> <laughs> maybe with a rug over him. <laughs> Someone just sat on it. Yeah. Uh, now she says, the further the bullet goes, the stronger he gets. He can push himself harder than any normal man and feels no pain. However, he's lost the sense of touch and smell. The bullet will kill him, but he'll grow stronger every day until he dies. Dean, Dr. Dean Burnett, brain doctor, yep. is this true? No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> but i got to give him props. Like it yeah. says, it's Lodge's medulla oblongata. Um, exactly how a bullet would get there without killing you, I don't know. But stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a very weird field, the old neuroscience one. So, that, you know, I'll, I'll, Also, it's doing the whole slowly moving in thing, like Tony Stark's heart shrapnel yeah uh, which the things tend to stop like a few seconds after they've been yeah. fired rather than keep yeah. moving i was gonna ask if you've got <laughs> shot in the head and you're still alive and it's moving further into your brain when you just yeah. lie when you lie down just lie the other way around it'll come out like earwax yeah that, that yeah it's, that would make sense wouldn't it there should be a fairly straight line <laughs> given the way it went in but, yeah it's, but, it's yeah. a tube so, of head meat yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's and the medulla got it it is the place it's a it's a sort of a hub of the brain where all the sensory information gets relayed to where it's needed. So, yes, if you disrupt it, you would lose sense of touch and pain and stuff. But it, you also it's also important for other things like um, 
proprioception, knowing where your body is, and conscious muscle control and right. balance. So it should logically make him a far worse terrorist because he should just be lying there twitching, going, ah! And that... <laughs> but would it make him stronger, Ding? Well, it, that, that, that would make him more chaotic, I guess, given that that's his theme. But, uh... So he'd basically be like a drunk bloke at a bus stop. <laughs> yeah, worse than that. On the, right. like, passed out. But passed still, out, drunk bloke at a bus stop. <laughs> what a yeah. brave... Bond villain for this film. <laughs> the bloke who's lying down going, Because <laughs> yeah. Carlisle, like, he's, all right. he's doing a good job, I think, but he, I think they should have made him just like Begbie. That would be much more threatening. Much more threatening. Yeah. But also, they, they introduce this interesting concept, which is, I suppose, very Ian Fleming-y, um, mm. but they don't do anything with it. Really. Yeah. There's a few bits where he sort of like, uh, does a bit of like, power play by John Howe can't be hurt but yeah. nothing comes of it does it he doesn't no. really can I ask a question about this because when we meet Renard Please. in a bit later he's um, he, do, he does it to Electra and I'm mm. thinking if he can't feel nothing can he become tumescent <laughs> I would say no personally I, I mean I have the note <laughs> even if you don't lose a sense of touch having a bullet in your brain which is killing you should be a bit of a libido dampener at the mm. best of times oh. but yeah, I think that's his fetish <laughs> yeah. Imagine if this whole film is different. It's like uh, uh, we sent Double Nine to clear me. He put a bullet up his anus. <laughs> the bullet is slowly going up his anal canal, and it's going to reach his heart eventually. <laughs> but it's actually resting on his prostate right now. He's got permanently engorged. <laughs> a permanent boner. That's his special power. That's his thing. Yeah, that's his. That's how you recognise him. It's like on jobs hat. He wears it over his crotch. He just... every, they find every dead guy with a big eye missing where he skull fucking to death <laughs> so this is the bad guy Reinhard 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 sorry I don't know why I said Reinhard uh, it's like Larry Grayson oh I was speaking to Reinhard and Reinhard earlier <laughs> Ooh, shut that elongata Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.